This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, back to Kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. And welcome back. All right. We've got the game of the week, the best of the best to get to. I want to get to that now. Get a little QB survey for Booms and then the final word. So let's hit the game of the week, best of the best. This week's best of the best of the best of the best. This week's best of the best. Booms, I love this game. Love it. Bucks laying two at the Cowboys. I, all the drama with the Bucks. I, I, this is a sizzler. Let's get into it. You mean the Tom Brady drama? Oh, yeah. All the off-the-field stuff Eleven and everything going on? 11-day disappearance. Is he on the mass Singer? Is he on vacation? What's going on at home? I can't get enough. Yeah, well, you know, we've all lived this life, believe it or not. You know, it's just that he is so fantastic as a player, and he's so unique as a human being that we all are now tied into both he and Giselle and all the issues that are supposedly out there. I want to be tied into that skincare regimen. Yes. I keep getting older. He keeps getting younger. Yeah, he looks great, man. And I'll tell you, I was watching him walking off the practice field the other day. I'm like, man, I didn't realize how broad his shoulders are. And uh, he still looks great. I, I am never going to go against Tom Brady. I mean, I, I think I've been saying it now for 15 years that he, I, I think he's the greatest quarterback that's ever played. And I think one of the reasons why he is continuing to play is, number one, he loves the game. And number two, he wants to continue to put up numbers. He doesn't want anybody ever to catch his numbers. Right. And there are guys in this league that if they last as long as he has, they may be able to catch his numbers. The question is, is the money is so big and so different now, will they have the same intensity that Tom Brady has? Yeah. Uh, look, I love this game too. And I love this game because, you know, where the weakness of the Bucks is right now is the offensive line. Where the strength of the Cowboys is, is Micah Parsons. And Micah Parsons wants to be the defensive MVP this He's a year. nuclear warhead. He is. And he wants to set the sack record. That's the guy that I would worry about. That's the guy that Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, has got to worry about. That's the guy that Tom Brady's got to worry about. Man, but I'm going to tell you, there's so many other problems the Cowboys have with the coach and the offense and Zeke Elliott. Is he going to play? How much is he paid? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's nonstop. And that's why I like the Buccaneers. You know, they're all, their defense is 100% healthy. Yeah. They will be back, and they will be back with a vengeance. And I love them going into Dallas and beating. I love the game. I love the matchup. But I love Tom Brady going in against Dallas and beating Dak Prescott. A, I'm never going to knock anybody for taking Tom Brady. B, I'm probably going to be horribly wrong here. But I just, everything, and look, you're, as a former player, you know what I know. Noise is not good. Outside noise, nonsense. I mean, you got Fournette showing up at, you know, 400 pounds. The offensive line through defection and injury, disaster. I think the Brady thing matters, but that might be a radio guy thing. I just don't think disappearing for 11 days uh, is appropriate or be productive. And with the Cowboys, look, I'm probably going to get burned here. 
I think this is if you're gonna get the Bucks, now's the time to get them. And it's a home dog. I'm, 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 I have to. I'll <laughs> see, take the two and eight. See, the, I always think about Tom Brady in this regard. A lot of times he has been an underdog. He was an underdog when he was drafted in the sixth round out of Michigan. And he told Robert Kraft, look, I'm the best draft pick you, you've ever had. And that was before he even took a snap as, as a Patriot quarterback. And then watching all the greatness, all the things that he's accomplished, uh, it, it's just hard for me to go against him, regardless of what the drama is around him, you know, he had, they had Spygate, they had the Flategate, they had, you know, does Bill Belichick give him enough credit? Doesn't, you know, there was a point, I think, in year 15 of his career where they lost a game in Kansas City and they got wiped out on a Monday night or something. And everybody was thinking, you know what, his career's over now. They should go to Jimmy Garoppolo or Brian Hoyer or whoever the hell else was on that damn roster at the time. You know, this is why I, I he can compartmentalize yeah. better than any other quarterback in the history of the game, and that's why I'm never going to go against him. And I'm never going to criticize. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I want to have some fun with you on this because we have five second-year guys, and I want you to tell me at the end of this, I'm going to say, hey, Zach Wilson is at the end of this season, and you fill in the blank. I need to know what your read is. I got you. All right, I'm going to start right here with your guy. Okay. Zach Wilson is. A question mark. At the end of this year still? Yes, Yes, still going to be a question mark, and the reason I say that is because it's the second year in a row that he's had an injury. And the way that he plays and the way that he started against the Philadelphia Eagles in preseason with an interception, I think, on the second series and the misread. And that's the what he does. He looks nervous to me. And I have to see more from him. And that's why I think that there's going to be a question mark around him at the end of the season. I will tell my biggest beef, and I said this to you earlier in the show, I'd save it for here. If you go back to college and you watch the tape, everything's backyard football. That doesn't work in this league. And for me, I don't know that he's going to learn that. And then you're right. It's been a bit chaotic early on. I'm telling you, if they end up at a top three pick and they can get Bryce Young or something like that, they're going to replace him. I, I, would, I wouldn't I would doubt it if if it is a question mark around him. Okay. That's the thing. Justin Fields is a mess. Who's <laughs> <laughs> being negative now? And he, well, and it may, well, you're asking me for my opinion, and I just think he's in the QB blender. Yeah. Um, You know, we as quarterbacks, we, we love structure. We love consistency. Uh, we want to know uh, everything there is to know about our offense, be able to communicate efficiently, effectively. Um, and now he's got to learn his second offense in two years. And he's got a defensive head coach. And I don't like it. No. I, just, I, just, I just don't like the mix. I don't like the people around him. And more, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a real test for him. That's why I think it's going to be messy there. I blame the organization. I, I just think it's been insanely unfair how this has played out for him. Well, you've seen it in your own organization that you root for, the Giants, in a way that Daniel Jones has oh, uh, not flourished under three different offensive coordinators and now is fourth. Yeah, weird, right? It, it's, it's, it's no way to build a quarterback. No. And even John Maris said that they ruined the kid. Uh, Trey Lance is uh, benched. <gasps> Can we elaborate? Give me some I, more. I just I, I I didn't see enough where he can go through his progressions. 
Um, I, I You talk about backyard football. I see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I see that there's going to be RPOs probably run for him. When, when you watch these games and it's third and six and he throws the ball behind a wide-open Debo Samuel, you'll know that it's going to be time for Jimmy Garoppolo. I do think that they have hedged this season thinking that maybe Trey would be the guy and then they've watched him through preseason and it's one of the reasons why they did their best to keep Jimmy Garoppolo as a safety net. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up being wrong. I just, I'm biased. I love Shanahan as a play caller, a play designer, and, and they're insulated. They're yeah. so talented. Yeah, but by, by the way, Shanahan's not throwing the ball. No, that is a small detail. Decision-making and accuracy. Trevor Lawrence is. Superstar. Agree. I I think he's uh, about ready to take off, and I think a lot of this has to do, again, he's a second-year quarterback with a a, a coach in his second year, a new offense, but it was so bad last year that he probably thought, like, man, I'd rather go back to Clemson and play. Yeah, what the hell am I doing here? And I could probably make more money by going back to Clemson <laughs> and playing. But uh, I, I just think that Doug Peterson has is, is settled things down. They spent the right money in the offseason. They have a good group of uh, special guys around him, athlete, athletes around him. So I think he'll be a superstar. I'm with you. And, and the other thing, too, is I think Lawrence suffers from prospect fatigue. We were told this is the guy, this is the guy, this is the guy. And then people start to, A, try to poke artificial holes in him but b you forget about him i think he's still the same guy he was the consensus number one i think he's gonna be star and i'm with you just putting adults in the room and actually hitting the reset button i love remember his, his head coach is a former quarterback yeah so that's the kind of thing that you want if you want to get the best out of right. your you don't want matt eberflus no, gotcha. I, I have nothing against matt eberflus but I, I i never liked playing for a defensive head coach I always liked playing for an offensive head coach, and that was just me. Maybe my selfishness as a quarterback because they would understand my problems a little bit better than the defensive head coach would. Help me. Yes. All right. All right. Last one. Mac Jones is. Uh, really good. Okay. Really good. And I think he's going to be improved. You know, I voted for him for rookie of the year last year. I know Jamar Chase got it because he, you know, the second half of that season he just took off. But Mac Jones led his team to the playoffs in a 17-game season. It's crazy. And completed, I think, close to 65% of his passes. And didn't have great weapons. And they never do. And that's part of Bill Belichick's kind of method of running a football team. So I I think he's a really good player, and I think he's going to be better this year than last year. All right. We'll check in on these midseason and see where we're at. All right, let's get to Boom's final word. What you say after this don't matter. This is the final word. One, Mike, you know, hope springs eternal for everybody. But certain games have a little bit more edge to them because of who is playing, where they're playing, and who they're playing against. So I think of Baker Mayfield first and foremost in the way that the Browns just totally dismissed him, embarrassed him, and disrespected him, and then actually brought in a sexual predator to be their quarterback and pay him $250 million guaranteed. That's a tough day at the office. $230 million guaranteed, I think. Tough day for Baker. Yeah, I, yeah really tough. And Baker was the face of the franchise. Now, I'm not saying he's easy to get along with, but I do think he's the right personality for uh, Carolina, and I also think – Going against the Browns in week one is a match made in heaven that I don't think that the schedule makers thought it was going to happen, but when it did happen, oh baby, it made that game really, really interesting. We have that on CBS. And then the other one, of course, is Russell Wilson going to Seattle. Russell wanted a contract extension from Seattle. I think Seattle felt like he was kind of declining, and they did not want to give him a contract extension. So where did they send him? They sent him to Denver, who for seven years has been in a quarterback hell. 
So what does Denver do? They got a new owner now. He spends the money, gives the contract extension that uh, Russell wants. And I think the edge and the chip on Russell's, Russell's shoulder will be seen on Monday night. And I think those are the two games that really mean a lot to me in terms of those two quarterbacks going against their former teams. Yeah, I think the, the, the Baker thing, I don't know that I've ever seen a situation like it. The Russell thing, we've seen whether it's, hey, there's an expiration date with a front office, a coach, and a quarterback, or it's just I want my money and they say no. The Baker thing is unprecedented because he did – I guess my problem with it was this. He's not perfect, but I've always been a Baker guy. Guys like me always ask, fans always ask for guys, hey, play through it, play hurt, you know, for the team. He did everything he was asked to do. He played with his shoulder dangling off his body in a harness – doesn't play well, and and it's like fans and media. I blame people who do what I but do I'm, for a living. Rip him, and it's like, wait, did you forget he's out here needing surgery? You know, but I also I also want to say that his wife gets involved social media wise. Not great, and, and it's not good for families to do this. And I'm always against this. You know, we I never had to deal with this when I played. You know, but his wife said, you know, if my if uh, the Browns teammates were as tough as my husband. You know, something along those lines. And you know what what that does to the locker room? That that creates a lot of problems. So I can understand why the Browns would want to move on from Baker Mayfield. It's just who they replaced him with, how they went about it. And they let him dangle in the wind, which I didn't like. Well, it's probably because he had to take some money off of his contract in order to take yeah. the job in Carolina. So I it's I'm rooting for the kid. I hope he I've ho- I hope he's learned a lot about himself, and he's grown up, and he becomes the leader that I think both of us think that he can be. Yes. All right, week one in the books. This is kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We're going to come back and do it again next week. Look forward to it. I'd Me too. All right, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.